Welcome to RetireCoast.com's podcast. I'm Bill Anderson, your host for this podcast, where we're going to talk about people who just love to fish and the fact that they should come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Why? Well, you need to come where the fish are. And it's great to be in a climate zone where you get lots of sun and you get the best of nature at the same time. There are a lot of things to do along the Mississippi Gulf Coast when you're tired of fishing for the day and you come back with your sunburn. But let me get into the fish first of all. That's the most important thing right now. I'm going to go through a whole list of fish, and it's not even going to be all the fish that are available here. But before I get into the actual fish, let me talk about where people fish here. The Mississippi Gulf Coast is not very long. It's sandwiched between Louisiana and Alabama. But it has a unique ecosystem here where we have not only the Gulf Coast and the Gulf of Mexico waters to fish in, there are also barrier islands just offshore, so there are different types of fishing. There's the inshore fishing between the barrier islands and the beach, and then there's fishing beyond the barrier islands. There's also fishing in the bayous and the rivers along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and of course they have different varieties of fish as well. Let's start out with the sheep's head fish, or the bay snapper or convict fish, as a lot of people talk to them about. So they run between 3 and 10 pounds on a 12-pound spinning tackle. Sheep's head are usually caught in the fall, winter, and into early April. The next fish I want to talk about is the redfish. That's my favorite eating fish of all. I love blackened redfish. It was very, very popular years ago, and it almost got fished out, so there's a severe limit on it. It's not a common fish to find in restaurants outside of the Mississippi Gulf Coast because it's still recovering from overfishing. But they're called spot tails, reds, or red channel bass. Redfish is one of the most popular uh, game fish in southern waters. Almost everybody who likes fish likes redfish here. You have to throw back any that are under 18 inches, and you're only allowed to catch three per angler. As I mentioned, they're still coming back from near extinction here. The uh, smaller fish are actually prepared better for uh, dinner than the largest ones. I saw one the other day that was probably about three feet long. It was really big. And the two guys that were fishing pulled it out of an area inside one of the harbors. I asked them if they thought that was a big fish and they just shrugged their shoulders like they catch that kind every day. Frankly, the water was fairly shallow, so I was surprised to see a fish that big in that water. But redfish do run up the channels here, which are a combination of either fresh or brackish or salt water at the tail end. I have a pier and a boathouse on a bayou, which is more often brackish water. The fish we get here are smaller because they are raised essentially here in the protection away from the Gulf of Mexico. However, you can fish under piers and bridges and get some pretty large ones if you're lucky that day. Flounder can be caught year-round here. They're relatively easy to catch. They're in shallow water. You can use a variety of jigs or just drag a soft plastic 
across their nose and the flounders will jump up and grab it. The uh, best runs usually occur in the uh, fall and the spring here, but they are available pretty much everywhere, uh, the inland waters and also just offshore. One of the favorite sporting fishes here on the smallish side, but still very large, are the black drum. Some of these black drum can get up to 70 pounds and they run in the bays during the spring, summer, and the fall. And then you can get into a large school of these fish over by the barrier islands. There are massive schools in some cases out there where you can just throw that line out and just keep pulling it back in. The three to five pound class are generally what they call the puppy drum and they're really good eating. They're similar to redfish. Actually, they're, I think they're in the same family as redfish, but don't hold me to it. And they're great fish. People like black drum around here. You can buy it often at the fish markets to eat. So if you come to town and you don't catch the fish that you want, there are a number of fish markets here that serve fresh fish that's been locally caught and you can take it home and cook it. Or there are a couple of restaurants that are attached to the fish markets where you can actually buy the fish, walk next door, and they'll cook it any way you want it. Well, let's get back to the, the fish, and we'll talk about the white trout now, or the sand and sea trout here. The white trout are cousins to the speckled trout, and they're pretty good fighters. If you have one of them on the end of your line, they're going to give you some pretty good sport until you pull it in. The good thing is there's no limit on white trout. There seems to be millions of them available in the area, so help yourself to all the white trout that you can catch. Speckled trout or spotted sea trout are available to be caught in a lot of areas along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, not just out by the barrier islands, which are very popular for catching the speckled trout, at least in larger numbers, out by Ship Island, Horn Island, and Pettibois Island. The, you can find them in the brackish waters in the bayous and the rivers also. I catch them from my pier and I'm about two to three miles from the entrance to the Gulf of Mexico. So they do come into the brackish water areas where you can just stand on the shore or use one of the many public supported fishing piers that are located all around the area. Fortunately for those of you that are here on vacation in the summer, that's probably about the best time to catch the speckled trout or the sea trout as they congregate to spawn. And is during the summer, which is great for people that are visiting the area, and you want to fish before and after a full moon, that's when they congregate to spawn. Also, they move into the coastal rivers and bayous, as I mentioned earlier, during the winter months. That's when I see boats going past my pier up and down all day long for day after day after day. So basically when it's cold, it's crazy outside, which we think is cold here in the Mississippi Gulf Coast, all of about 65 degrees. That's the best time to go out fishing for speckled trout, which are really coveted here as a great eating fish. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the triple tail. Well, it's not really three tails, but it looks like three tails. These are also called blackfish here. 
and they congregate under and around structures they like to hide from the angler they uh, hang around under uh, crab trap corks and the Mississippi limit on these by the way is two per angler with an 18 inch minimum size limit so this isn't one of the fish that you're going to take a whole load home with you However, if you're a catch and release person, you can catch and release all you want as long as you just don't have more than two in your possession. The cobia is also available here. It's usually called the ling or the lemon fish. You can catch those out by the barrier islands, more into the Gulf waters. We also have the Florida pompano that's also available out by the barrier islands. As I mentioned the barrier islands, what happens is the water between the barrier islands and the Gulf Coast is very shallow here in Mississippi. It's also warmer, so it's a different climate zone, if you will, for certain fish that don't like the colder water or the deeper water. As soon as you get on the south side of the barrier islands, the water gets deeper and it gets colder. And if you go further out, you can catch all the big game fish. We're talking about the billfish, large tuna, and the more commercially sized types of fish. A lot of fishing charters will take people out and they'll stay out for days at a time and they'll come in with hundreds of pounds of very big fish. As a matter of fact, the Biloxi Billfish competition is held every year. And I remember them telling us that there were something like a billion dollars worth of boats at that contest bringing in some of the largest fish I've ever seen assembled in one location. If you're down here during the billfish competition, you should definitely attend that. Even if you're not an avid fisher person, it's pretty exciting to see the size of the fish that these boats bring in and also to see the fish themselves. We have Spanish mackerel, we have sharks here. We also have the typical smaller fish. We have lots of catfish. There's a couple of kinds. Of course, you want to throw away the what we call hammerheads. But we have a lot of channel cats here. There are also shrimp you can catch inshore. If you want a crab, you can bring your crab baskets out. You can throw those out and you throw a little chicken bone in there or something and the crabs will come to that. So there's a lot of variety and that's not even all the fish. I'm not going to go into every one of them but these are mostly the sport varieties of fish that you can catch here. So if you'd like to know more about the area and fishing, why don't you come down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast after, of course, you have read more of our blog articles on retirecoast.com and you've listened to more of our podcasts on retirecoast.com on a variety of podcast providers such as Spotify and Apple. If For those of you that are interested in going out on a charter, some of the information provided here I have obtained from Team Brody Charters. They're located in Biloxi. You can give them a call and they'd be happy to take you out. I'm not compensated for mentioning this. It's just that they have great information on their website as well, where you can go see some pictures and get more information from them. I want to talk a little bit about other fish that are available in the Mississippi Gulf Coast area, particularly now the river species. I spent a little bit of time on the Gulf itself and some of the larger fish out there. But I wanted to let you know that 
channel cats are often caught along with spotted bass in our rivers. Striped bass is very popular in a number of the rivers that flow into the Mississippi Gulf Coast, such as the Chibuca Bufa River. I think I spelled, pronounced it right. I live here and I still don't know that. Biloxi River, the Wolf River, and the Jordan River. All of those rivers in the upper reaches, not too far from the Gulf Coast actually, have fresh water so you can find lots of striped bass and largemouth bass on the rivers. You can also find bream and bluegill. Uh, they're all abundant in the rivers here. I also wanted to mention I, I left off the Spanish mackerel out in the salt water and uh, the red deer sunfish also available in the freshwater areas as well. I'm sure that I've left off quite a few other species of fish. We have so many here. But for people that like sport, you're likely to encounter any one of these that I mentioned to you, depending on where you're fishing, whether it's in the rivers where the water is fresh or the brackish water as the rivers flow into the bay, the bays themselves with salt water. So there's a mixture of fish everywhere. As I mentioned earlier, I live on a bayou, which is like a river. It's about 15 to 18 feet deep near my boathouse. And when we fish from there, we catch all kinds of fish. Some I can't even identify. I have to admit I'm not a master fisher person or fisherman or fisher whatever. Uh, however, uh, I do pull them in, and my family pulls them in, and we take a look at them, and we throw them back. We haven't been cooking any of them like a lot of people do here. We're just the, kind of the catch-and-release folks. So I'm not an expert, but I did want to mention we have a huge variety of fish, no matter what you're looking for, the type of fishing you're looking for. It's here for you. You can rent boats in the area. Some people even fish from jet skis, and pontoon boats are great to fish from too, and you can rent those all along the coast. So thank you very much for listening to our podcast and my fish stories, if you will. If you decide that you want to come down and visit in the Mississippi Gulf Coast area and you're coming from someplace else, be sure to check out christiesgulfbeachrentals.com. That's, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-S-G-U-L-F-B-E-A-C-H-R-E-N-T-A-L-S.com. Christie's Gulf Beach Rentals. Christie's has quite a few rental properties where you can have a larger group, enjoy living in a house while you're here as a vacation home, rather than a hotel room. And there's plenty of room for your cars, trucks, and other equipment there at Christie's. You can also use the hose to clean off your equipment. Kind of feel at home while you're here. Of course, we can't talk about fish without getting into the dollars and cents of everything. For those of you that are coming in from outside the area, you can obtain a three-day fishing license. The freshwater license for three days will cost you $15.00. As it happens, the saltwater license will cost you $15 as well. So if you want to fish in both waters, you need to spend $30. And there's some small fees attached. You can buy licenses from Walmart stores, I know. There are other locations where you can buy them as well. If you are a resident here 
uh, anywhere in Mississippi, you can buy a freshwater license for $45 for the year, and you can buy the saltwater license as a resident for $10. One of the things I love about the Mississippi Gulf Coast are the discounts that are provided to seniors, and one of those major discounts is a $5 lifetime charge for a fishing license. That's it. Five dollars, you never have to pay again. That also happens to include hunting license, too, if you're inclined to go out and pick up a deer. For those of you that are thinking about going offshore, that's it beyond the barrier islands with a professional tour company, professional fisher people. Basically, they'll do almost everything for you. Even if you have children, you have members of your family who have never fished before, if you catch a big one, they'll help you pull it in. So if you haven't been on one of these trips, you should consider it while you're here. The one good thing about it is they supply everything. So you can just fly into the area, for example, and they'll supply the rods, the reels, the bait, everything else. And they will take you where there actually are fish. Just discuss with them what kind of fish and how long you want to be out. Generally, they charge by the hour. So there's a four to six hour trip that's recommended for newbies. That one will give you the opportunity to get out far enough to get fighting fish. You can also go out at nighttime and catch flounder. They can take you down to the Chandelier Islands, which aren't very far off coast, I think 10 miles or something like that. There are all these barrier islands out there, have different varieties of fish around them. And again, as I mentioned, you can go out further. You can go out for multiple days if you want to, or just for a much longer period of time. If you're a very avid fisher person and you want to go out, for example, for tuna, then you just talk to them about doing that. Now, these companies are located in Ocean Springs, Biloxi, and Gulfport. I believe possibly also in Long Beach at the harbors. They have signs above their boats. There are quite a few of them, probably up to 10, maybe 12, 13 of these charter companies at each one of the harbors. And then as I get ready to close each time, I've been adding to this. I don't know if you can tell or not. I have forgotten some fish, some key fish, and those are, of course, the sharks. Several varieties of sharks are out there in the water. We don't see a lot of them very close in because it's shallow on the north side of the nevertheless you can catch them and if you want to catch them and you go out with a professional they'll tell you where to go you're likely to catch one or two sometimes they're thrown back some people eat them it depends on the type of fish and the size of the fish of course now for those of you that have ever, always thought about bubba gump and it's time to go out and fish for shrimp well, there are charters that will take you out, and they'll do fish shrimping too. That might even be a shrimping boat that takes you out. But you can do that while they throw the big net out and drag it and pull out the shrimp. If you're not inclined to go on a shrimp boat, you can buy fresh shrimp at the harbors that scattered around the Mississippi Gulf Coast. There's usually one boat or, or two, possibly, or three when they come in at the end of their day. Their day may end in the morning, may end in the afternoon. We have a couple of major shrimping seasons here, so you have to catch that just right. But if you're lucky enough to catch one of the shrimp boats, you can buy pounds of shrimp. I know that not just the locals buy the shrimp, but people who drive here from neighboring states often bring ice chests and load them up with some of our fresh Gulf shrimp, the best in the world, believe me. 
if you haven't tried them, try them at a local restaurant if you're not inclined to going to a fish market to pick them up. Well, it's time to wrap this up. I have actually done two or three additions to this as I've gotten more information available on not just the fish, but where to fish, the area itself, all those things we just talked about, including the licenses. So now that you're fully informed, you're ready to come here to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and have a great vacation fishing. You're probably wondering where you can stay. Well, I'm going to have to give a plug for my vacation rental management business. It's called Christie's GulfBeachRentals.com. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-S-G-U-L-F-B-E-A-C-H-R-E-N-T-A-L-S.com. Christie's GulfBeachRentals.com. We have a lot of properties. These properties are houses, or in a couple of cases, townhomes. And we have room to park your car. We have hoses out there so you can rinse off all of your equipment when you come back. We even have full kitchens in our houses so you can cook your fish, although it might be better cooked on the barbecue out in the backyard while you're sitting around the fire ring. So contact us, go to the website, reserve your stay at one of our properties, we do actually have a property that is on the water and our most recent guest caught some bream right from the backyard. That one is what we consider kind of our fishing cabin-ish property. It's not on the beach, but it's on a finger of the Pascagoula River. If you go to Christie's GulfBeachRentals.com, you can read descriptions of all of our properties and you can listen to podcasts where I talk to you a little bit about that property itself. But it's a great place to stay. They are cost-effective, particularly if you bring the family, better than trying to stay in a hotel and drag all your fishing equipment back and forth between the hotel room and the car. This way, you can take your equipment out, you can clean it, you can organize it, you're in your own driveway doing all of this. It's a more enjoyable way to stay in the area when you come and visit us. Again, that's christiesgulfbeachrentals.com. I'll also come to retirecoast.com's podcasts. We have a lot of podcasts, but we have many, many more blog articles about the Mississippi Gulf Coast about things like fishing that you might be interested in. So please go to retirecoast.com to read more and learn more about our area here. There may be some things that will interest you about possibly finding a home here and then fishing every day. Maybe not now, possibly when you retire. But you'll see all of this information on the retirecoast.com website. So thank you for listening to the RetireCoast.com podcast. My name is Bill Anderson, and I hope you come back to listen in the future and that you take advantage of our websites. And when you come here, enjoy yourself. Thanks.